0: Since Nico (laughs) dropped one on me like that, I'm going to let him start it off. Here we go.
1: Today's episode of The Wretched Hive is brought to you by Audible.com. Get a free audiobook download and 30-day free trial at www.audibletrial.com forward slash hive. That's H-I-V-E. There's over 180,000 titles to choose from on your iPhone, Android, Kindle, or any other MP3 player that you might have.
2: I like
0: the sound of that. Guys, I'm really sad tonight.
1: No. Really sad. Good. Yeah, I'm sad. Anthony Wait.
0: Daniels is saying, good- He's saying goodbye to the Star Wars franchise, which means C-3PO Uh-oh. is going to. Yeah. I'm so sad. <laughs> no, I'm not. <laughs> tonight, we're going to bathe ourselves in a shower of my tears
3: of joy god i thought he was going to say golden shower for a second and i was really really worried (laughs)
0: and i hope you'll join us because you have found the wretched hive podcast for friday february 8th 2019 episode 80 of the show my name is steve baldwin and the entirety of hive nation will eventually be here tonight scott's running late but you know that's okay what's new He's uh
3: maybe his car caught fire again. <laughs>
0: Exploded.
3: Exploded.
0: Um, and uh, we're gonna start it off as always with the wiki co-pilot Greg Lent. Oh, good God, Stevie B! I am so
4: excited to be here. We are in the thick of getting into hot action for Star Wars news. Mm. We are what ten months away in counting. We're waiting on a trailer. We're waiting on a title. So much to wait for. But first, I have a confession, guys. Do tell, oh boy, all of you, because confessions are going around right now. I was born in 1970, guys. I am an old fucker, okay, and I just want to admit to you, I have never ever dressed up in blackface.
0: (laughs) Damn! Wow. Okay. He took my life. All a I. I, I'm not sure what to say. I'm okay. All right. I'm proud Congratulations. of you. It's good. Because really, what the hell
4: is going on in Virginia right now, guys, where everybody there thinks they have to dress up in blackface?
0: Who in the hell are these people and what is wrong with them? I don't know. I am not. I don't even know how to respond to this.
2: Seriously, <laughs> so Greg, you took my... That was my line I was going to use tonight. I'm, I'm behind I'm so on
0: happy. the news or something.
2: I'm so happy. I don't know. Oh, have, you haven't heard about the blackface no. phenomenon that's one.
0: Oh god! All right. Just explain. They're, the
4: go- the <clears throat> governor of Virginia just came out as having. Well, first he said he did dress up, and there's a picture of him that he said was him, and then he said wasn't him, and the oh, world's strangest yes. press conference I've ever seen in my entire and life. Standing, and then
0: standing next to a a, a KKK. Yeah. Thing, right? yeah, yeah, wonderful. Almost, yeah, great, almost charming guy.
4: During his Look. almost moonwalk during his press press conference, until his wife convinced him maybe that might be slightly
3: inappropriate to yes. do so. It, the wife, the wife showing some keen political instincts in that moment that really have not, have not been given enough credit. But, yeah, in your political career, if you're ever at the point of answering the question, which of the two people in this picture are you, the person in the black face or the person in the white hood, you're done. You're just <laughs> done at that point. Yeah,
2: exactly.
3: There oh,
0: is
2: no God. good answer.
3: Unbelievable.
0: Uh, and- and that then was the this, other
4: guy who's in trouble – well, there's two guys who are in trouble. The other guy who's in tr- – the other guy for the blackface trouble is the guy who's third in line for the governorship of Virginia also yeah. could not hold back from dressing up in blackface because he apparently is also an asshole. Yeah. Jeez. What he was, the he hell the is Mi- going on?
2: He's the Michael Jackson guy, right?
4: No, that was the governor. That oh, was, that the, was governor. the governor. Yeah, who?
2: Again, let's give him full credit because he's an asshole, a hundred percent. But let's give him a little credit. When asked about being Michael Jackson in blackface, he did hesitate, look at the ground around him, and was asked to moonwalk. He was contemplating moonwalking.
0: <laughs> yes, he was. Yes, <laughs> Wait he a minute! Was. Not the first guy the that first, his yeah. wife stopped him. Yeah, the wife. No,
1: That
4: was that was his wife. That's what Scott's talking about. That's I so Scott yeah, have yeah. headphones on right now. Yeah,
2: seriously, he, he, Steve. He just
3: sat how sat do you? Okay. How do you? How have you missed this? Yeah, like, I, I, what miss, clock I miss. I In what cave have you been under? To I, miss I, this I've story? been prepping.
0: I've been prepping for Star Wars, guys. Today. <laughs> no, I saw. I saw the uh, the original story about it, but I didn't realize there was a presser. Oh, oh yeah. God, I got to go back and find that now. Yes,
1: I, and as always, this. lifelong Star Wars fan <laughs> Scott Ivansky. Uh, as, <laughs> wow. Uh, can you do that again, Nico? As always, what? Lifelong Star Wars fan. Scott! Scott man. There we go. <laughs> Don't Bansky.
0: you know how this works?
1: <laughs> Look, Welcome we're going to the show! Evansky. Old- oh my
2: god, Steve. Well, I had something planned for tonight, but it mm-hmm. went south, apparently. <laughs> so uh, I will oh. confirm tonight that not just me, but as far as I know, and this is a stretch... Most of my family has not been in blackface. There may be some distant relatives, so uh, there could be some God. controversy here with the uh, the show tonight.
0: Wow. <laughs> controversy on the hive. <laughs> on the hive. Blackface. When, wow. Where's the Electoral College podcast? I miss that show. That, yep. That's the show that needs to cover this. It needs, yes. Wow. All right. Yeah. No, no, it really doesn't. It really does. (laughs) That's a good point. Also on the show tonight, he's
1: the captain of the Millennial Falcon, Nico Rodriguez. Not in blackface. Hi, not in blackface, nor have I ever. And I don't think I have plans to ever do that in the future. Um, But welcome to the Wretched Hive podcast, uh, where we are five by five tonight. Um,. Talking about Star Wars and, you know, other stuff. Why are people just stealing lines right and left on this (laughs) intro? What the fuck is going on here? I mean, we're we're doing it out of order. We're taking each other's lines. I figured I'd just roll with it. This is just dogs and cats living together. It's mass hysteria. (laughs) Next thing you know,
4: everybody's going to have a goddamn soundboard, and it's just going to be. With
1: Anthony Daniels as C3PO.
0: All over the goddamn place. Jesus.
1: And Leon's getting larger. Lord help us. And finally, the Kentucky Klondike oh. Bar.
0: <laughs> we have
3: the Panamanian Petting Zoo.
0: <laughs> I love it when you can see where it's going early. Oh, yeah. Dave! The Alabama Hot Pocket. <laughs> <laughs> Under no circumstances, the flying camel should you ever cold lunch. <laughs> and I mean The Land Shark. Ever. Kenny Bunkbolt. Surprise.
1: Call him.
0: Eskimo Trebuchet. Harry. Sour apple smoothie. <laughs> <laughs> Potter.
1: Space Doc fundy. Oh
0: god. Mm. Wow. Hmm.
3: I know what that means. Was that a Was that a speaking spell voice there at one point? <laughs> <clears throat> wow. All right. I
4: don't know what kind of speaking spell you had as a kid, Dave, mm. but if that...
2: <laughs> Rusty
0: Drombone. <laughs> 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 what was it? Cold lunch. Oh,
3: God. <laughs> All right. Ah. So, hey there. Good afternoon, good evening, good morning, wherever, whenever, however you are listening to us. We are, as uh, somebody noted earlier, five by five tonight, You little fucker that he is.
2: <laughs> Who was who's, who's that guy?
3: I know, Uh, who was that guy?
0: So here here we are the the captain of the E stole Dave's line.
3: Anyway. So here we are. It is February sixth. I think this is honestly the closest anybody has been to a Star Wars movie release and not known the title of the movie. Mm. Mm. Just a disturbing little fact for everybody to to ponder and contemplate. And I I mentioned this a little bit in the pre-show, but what do we... As much as I want to know what the title is, what do we really think the title is going to tell us about the movie? It's not going to be Star Wars Episode Nine: Lando Calrissian kicks ass or anything like that. Or Star Wars Episode Nine: Yoda's Ba Mitzvah, which would be pretty funny. <laughs> well, it's funny you mention that,
0: Dave, because... Um... Greg and I had a little exchange earlier this week. We whoa,
3: were, whoa, does
2: the Porg know about this? We, well, yeah, it was, wasn't, any, it was, was not... Name, was it, this a fluid-based exchange? It was exchange? not <laughs> an exchange of fluids.
0: Uh, <laughs> and we were pondering what might the, the name of Star Wars Episode Nine end up being. And uh, actually, this was predicated by a, a, a message that I think... Um, well, I'm not sure. I think it was Greg who shared that was the title accidentally released in code? Was that you, uh, Greg, that posted that on our thread? That was me, yeah, that was me. And you, and uh, the, it was, um, what was it, the balance of the forces, or the forces Spoiler balance. alert. Yeah, it Just... is kind of a spoiler alerty kind of thing, yeah. Okay, well, actually, it's All funny right. you say that too. Boy, I've got a lot of new stuff. I'm sorry, I'm going out of order here. I have a new spoiler alert warning system. I have built okay. in, I've built into the It, palatial... it worked perfectly on... Yeah, like I got perfectly just now, it so w- it wasn't turned on. It wasn't turned on. So no, I have to trigger it. So uh, we have a new spoiler alert sound bite. So every time before we talk about spoilerific stuff, we're gonna play this.
2: Oh my god.
0: There you go. There's the official oh, okay. Wretched Hive. Spoiler alert. Now we can talk about spoiler alert. I don't know if that's the end of the world happening
2: or just Star Wars spoilers. Got a little
0: Star Wars in there. Got a little uh, Star Trek in there. That's some terrifying stuff. Uh, That's, by the way, mostly thanks to, I think his name is, the man in the long... High Castle.
3: Mm.
0: ...waistcoat or something on on, uh, YouTube. So thank you for lending that to us, to our show.
3: Nice. Uh, And, And by lending,
0: we mean we stole it, Right. Yeah, but he said we could. He said, go okay. ahead and use this. So, yeah. No, he did. He posted that. Go ahead and use this, uh, but, you know, at your own peril or something like okay, that. Okay, nice. Yeah, nice. so, yeah, he put it out there for everybody to use. That'll but. be the second death threat I got in a week. So. All right, so Sweet. so so one spoiler for this, for the title of Episode 9 is potentially leaked, was The Balance of the Force. So that got Greg and I thinking, Hmm. and so we came up with a list, bounding these back and forth, and I put them into top ten order here. So these are the top ten official Wretched Hive podcast top ten potential names for episode
3: nine. Are you ready? Wait, can I can I add a number eleven real quick? Sure. Okay, number eleven, Dave, the balance of Liam Neeson's cock. Wow.
1: (laughs) Okay.
0: All right.
2: In blackface.
3: Jeez. What oh. is this
2: blackface? Uh,
0: number 10. <laughs> He's having problems, too. That's Coming all I'm saying. In. Coming in at number 10. <laughs> episode 9, Jar Jar Strikes Back. There you go. Okay, number 9. That's always rumored. Nine! That's always nine. rumored. Star Wars, Episode 9, The Search for More Money. Nine.
3: Nine, I like that nine. one. Search I like that one a lot. Okay, okay Spaceballs 2. Uh...
0: Episode eight. Sorry, number eight. Episode nine. Sorry about episode eight.
2: Yes, I'm all in for that one. Oh my that, god! I thought that you would like that. That's one.
0: mine. Uh, coming at number seven. Episode nine. Trump has really small hands, and you know what that means. <laughs> I, I don't know. It just <laughs> oh my god! It was funny yesterday. Uh, number. It's funny s- today. Number six. Star Wars episode nine. That's all, folks.
3: Legally, can he say that? I
0: think he can. Yeah. Into oh, the Spider-Verse fans, anyone? Anyone? Oh,
3: <laughs> that's true.
0: Is that is that uh, is that's all, folks? Is that written by Warner Brothers? <laughs> I, if a pig says it, I imagine it's copywritten by Warner Brothers. <laughs> coming at number five: Star Wars Episode Nine: Porg Balls. Okay, coming at number four. Star Wars Episode Nine: Return of the J.J. See, let me tell you why that's funny.
2: Because Return of the Jedi. Of no, no,
3: no, I got. I'm with you. All, All right. right, I'm with you.
2: My laughter is actually because I read ahead a little bit. There okay. is something I'm. Quite happy about. Uh, Star
0: Wars uh, coming at number three. Star Wars Episode Nine: Trump's a dick. <laughs> we got two about the Donald there.
1: Woo.
0: Uh, Just a small one. Coming at number ni- uh, number two. Star Wars Episode Nine and even slower speed chase.
2: <laughs> They're
0: all gonna be in walk. <laughs> and coming in at number one. Star Wars Episode Nine. Lando, you're fucked. Yes. Woo!
1: That's my favorite. Alright, all right. there you
2: go. I got I think I got money on this. Mm. I think I've been to Vegas now. Well, I was I was in Vegas mm. for a previous episode. I've put money on the fact that Lando dies. <laughs> Can you? Can you bet on the
0: weather language? That would be in. awesome. That would be awesome. Um, all right. Uh, well, gee, this has been a really strange intro to the show. I didn't
2: even read. Uh... Yeah, well, we didn't even let Dave finish his intro.
1: Oh, Dave, were you done? <laughs> uh,
3: the, mo- the moment's gone. It's okay. I appreciate it, but it's all
2: right. <laughs> I didn't even get it here. <laughs> good,
3: good afternoon. Good evening. <laughs> oh, you're... yeah. I'm, I'm no, so No, I, I said
4: that. But... You know you what? Know, let's... Why don't you just say it for him, Scott? That's okay. He no, doesn't mind. No, I seriously can't. Let's
0: start over. Let's just start the show over. All right. Okay. Sure. Welcome to the... i <laughs> no, just kidding. Uh, anyway, you can... Uh, if you want to tell, uh, call us and tell us what a shitty job we did with this uh, week's intro, you can do so. Call the Wretched Hive hotline at 562-455-4483. That's 562-455-455-Hive. That's H-I-V-E...
3: Oh, I thought one of you fuckers was going to say it this time. Oh, man, he is
2: insulted tonight. <laughs> You're goddamn amazing. right. A <laughs> <laughs> uh...
3: L- little, bit, little bit salty. A little bit salty.
0: <laughs> wow. And uh, you can also find us online at thewretchedhive.net on facebook.com, although I don't recommend facebook.com forward slash Podcast. You can find us on Twitter at wretchedhivepod. Pod. Both of, those, both of those being manned by intern Callista. Still doing a bang-up job. Thank you, yes, Callista. Yes. Uh, you can email us at show at net. Find our app in the App Store. Search the Apple App Store for Wretched, and you will find us there. All right, guys, we've got some news to cover. Let's do this. From ABC News World Headquarters, this is ABC World News Tonight. No, it's not. It's Star Wars news with the Wretched Hive. So be it. Well, guys, as I let off the show... I mentioned that um, long-time Star Wars actor, and really, I mean, as much as I hate the character he plays and annoyed by him, Star Wars royalty, Anthony Daniels,
3: tweeted this week. Isn't it Sir Anthony? um, I'm serious. I'm asking a question here. Isn't it it, it, Sir Anthony Daniels? Hasn't he been knighted? Am I crazy?
0: It wouldn't surprise me. He probably deserves it. He's had quite a career. I, you know, I honestly don't know the answer to that. All right. We need to get the research team on that. Ugh. Nico, right. get on that. <laughs> hey, millennial. <laughs> Type that shit up, man. You know how to do uh, work these
2: computers. Looking like a true millennial.
0: I don't do shit for free. Uh,
1: yeah, you do.
2: That's
0: what we have an intern for. Hmm. Uh, Anthony Daniels, oh, or possibly Sir, I don't you, know. We you might be you haven't told
2: him in. that we pay her. I
0: know, I know. <laughs> oh, no, I haven't told Nico that we all get paid for this. Oh, shit. oh crap. <laughs> um, he tweeted, uh, this is on epicstream.com. Star Wars, Anthony Daniels writes a heartbreaking post for his last day as C3PO on episode nine. Anthony tweeting, uh, this is at a Daniels three PO on Twitter. He writes today was three POs last on episode nine. Uh, He's sad. So am I, but we're so proud to have worked with such a lovely, talented cast and crew led by JJ and Kathy. I'll miss everyone, but I'm glad to know that we've been making something exceptional together to share with the waiting world. So uh, Anthony Daniels saying goodbye to star Wars. And that was, uh, when was that? January 28th. So just a couple days ago. As we record the show. Nice. Uh, In the meantime, he also tweeted. Now this one, this story interested me because now it gets back to the classic Anthony Daniels. Is this him seeking publicity? Keeping himself in the spotlight? Or is there something here? Anthony Daniels tweeting um, on February 4th about a possible release of the Star Wars Episode Nine title. He says, uh, this is also, again, a uh, at A. Daniels through P.O. How strange. I'm receiving images of something amazing coming towards us. Traveling over decades through space and time. Reaching out to all humans on this planet with its message. What could it be? Should I be afraid? Should you? Stay tuned. Yeah.
2: So what does he... Yeah, what is he referring to there, Scott? I think he's. I think he's going for the title. I think he's setting us up. This was yesterday. Okay. Of course, we didn't get any news. Stay tuned. That's all he's saying. Stay and now, tuned. And
0: Dave, you mentioned at the top of the show that you were hearing rumors about a potential title release coming soon as well. Is this? Uh, is this your source, or are you? You seeing other things?
3: No, it's uh, bouncing all over. Uh all over reddit that there's going to be some kind of unveiling but it i i haven't been keeping close count Mm. but i think it's about the one thousandth time there's been a rumor (laughs) that some kind of significant information or trailer or teaser is going to drop in the next like 48 hours so we'll see fool me once shame on me fool me a thousand times shame on really everybody i mean i'm just gullible (laughs) at that point (laughs) Yeah. I mean, we,
0: it, it's, it's so overdue to me. It's why can't, they just need a little 30 second. They need the quick, they need the quick trailer that we got for like the last Jedi with the Falcon well, over the sand, over, over Jakku. We need that. Come on.
3: So, so here's something that I was thinking they, they could do. Cause I think they're in a bit of a, I think they're in a bit of a marketing timing trap at this point in that uh, Star Wars Celebrations in April and that's a long time to wait and April is right before uh, Avengers Endgame comes out mm. so y- you kind of I think lose some splash residual time if you just do it and then that three hour superhero month comes out I'm kind of wondering yeah. if they wouldn't consider having a teaser trailer that just drops the title you know, in the next mm. couple of weeks, mm. and they could they could follow something akin to what uh, Paramount did with uh, Star Wars Six: The Undiscovered Country back in ninety one. The original teaser trailer for it really did just announce the title of the movie, and it was just an acknowledgement that that movie was coming out at the twenty fifth anniversary of Star Trek, and it just incorporated you know the Enterprise and a bunch of footage from past movies and the TV show. They could do something like that for this, just to remind people, like, hey, the journey's coming to an end, the saga you all know and love, here's the opening date, and by the way, here's the title, Drop Mic, Walk Out. Just 30 seconds mm-hmm. of clips, John Williams music playing, all you know, great little moments from the past eight movies. I think that could work and kind of fill a little, a little hole there. To get them into celebration so that they don't have to drop everything at celebration all at once.
2: Okay, first of all, show corrections real quick. It was the Force Awakens teaser, not Last Jedi with Ah, uh, Falcon. And also, I think Dave said, maybe it was a slip of the tongue, Star Wars? Undiscovered country? Excuse me, (laughs)
3: <laughs> well, you 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 accused me of not saying something I said earlier, so I'll wait for the tape to see for sure if I did it.
2: Yeah, I'm just saying
1: it's that's you there. and me both, Dave. He's accused me of saying something three times tonight already, and <laughs> I haven't even <laughs> talked. You're a millennial; it's <laughs> it's fair game for you, my friend. Well,
0: how dare anyone on this show misspeak and you know state something or uh, incorrectly or mis or mispronounce something? Like I agree.
3: God. I agree. As uh, long as we're not trying to moonwalk during a press conference, it's all good. <laughs> and as long as or we we're wearing blackface, I mean, but, as long as we don't go plagius on anybody. <laughs> I'm
2: just saying. Not to
0: bring up history, but, you know. That is the correct pronunciation, guys. History. It's a thing. It's a thing. thing. (laughs) Um,
2: As much as I like what Dave's saying, I I still think they have an opportunity to do something like the uh, Force Awakens teaser. I think there is a moment to get a little bit of momentum other than just the title out there and some old footage i think there is a chance to possibly put a 30 second little reel out there Mm. and then boost it around um celebration and then the release of avengers all right
0: greg make a prediction do we get anything before any sort of a trailer or uh, uh announcement about the title before celebration in april
4: I'm going to go with, you're going to get a trailer or you're going to say, I'm sorry, a title, but no
0: trailer. Mm, That's what, that's what I'm banking on. Yeah. Yeah. I tend to agree with that. I think, I think you're right about that. Why? I mean, what are we in February now? Celebration's two months out. There's no need for it. You're going to have the world's attention in two months.
2: Yeah. Yeah.
4: You know, there's, 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 there's hype there. There's, there's, you know, there's no need to, to build anticipation for it. People want it. It's, you know, they know they know what they're doing.
2: Yeah. Well, they they could as much as whatever just what I said I still follow, but as much as what I think they could be doing is when when does um Captain Marvel come out? That's March, right? March March eighth. Yeah, that's a full oh, month. We're a before. month away. I know. Yeah, I know, right? Thank God, I'm waiting for all this stuff.
0: That last trailer, the Super Bowl trailer, was great.
2: Yeah, mixed with the international stuff. I'm I'm huh. pretty. I'm getting more hyped for that now. I haven't um, seen the international stuff. Yeah, it's good. Yeah, I, huh. there's some cool footage in there. Okay. Um, All right, but I th- I think that might be an opportunity for them to get a little a little sample out there. Whether it's just the title, just a little thirty second clip, whatever the case is, something to hype up right before celebration. Which is what a full month is it? When is celebration? April. End? April, do we know the... 15th. 15th, is, oh yeah. No, well, April, I think 12th to 15th or something. So a full month yeah. with Captain Marvel before that. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. And then right a week after that is when uh, Avengers comes out. End of April, right? Boy, is it mm-hmm. March?
0: We got March, Captain Marvel. Marvel. April, Star Wars Celebration. And then Avengers. May, Avengers. No, it's April. No, April.
2: It's April. Oh, so It's the last week in April. Yeah. Holy cow. Yeah, they bumped it up wow.
0: a week, right? Oh wow, wow, wow. Yeah, Nico. Are we going to see a trailer between now and celebration? Or are we going to have to wait?
1: I don't give a fuck. The movie's not coming out any sooner. <laughs> <laughs> all right, duck it, Lucasfilm. I mean, do you guys want to see all the? I mean, okay, trailers are cool, but who cares when they come out? The okay, who not slipped him out any the sooner? Who slipped him the Pineapple <laughs>
2: Express and not the? Pineapple flavored vape. <laughs> um,
0: I desperately want to see some some footage here. I mean,
1: yeah, we... it'd be really cool. But the difference of like a week and a half or two weeks is not going to change your life.
2: Is is this ramification from the solo fallout mm. that we're getting so much holdback and building this anticipation? Is this? I mean,
1: we're not... getting reprimanded by Lucasfilms?
2: Yeah, I mean. Is this them saying, let's wait an extra two months?
0: Well, it's funny you say that, Scott, because we've got another story here, talking about Solo, a Star Wars story. Should it have been released in December? uh, This is uh, CNBC.com reporting on Disney earnings. That suggests that the first quarter last year was really bolstered by, well, you got three huge movies in the first quarter of last year. You had Coco, Thor Ragnarok, a great movie. <laughs>
2: Bullshit. <laughs> yeah. And
4: no, I'm with you. Great, fantastic star, fantastic Marvel universe love movie. Love yeah. it, love it, yeah. love and it. it. And couldn't then, couldn't um, have been better.
0: And then the Last Jedi. These are uh, sorry. These are Q1 uh, 2017 results. Uh, and then 2018 in comparison, uh, you had the Nutcracker and the. Four, these are all Disney releases. Well, we know what the problem was there. Uh, the Nutcracker in the Four Realms. Ralph breaks the internet. And Mary Poppins returns. So you had um,
2: in 2017. Which sadly, Mary Poppins hmm. is now having blackface fall out too. <laughs> what? Yeah, there's some uh, there's talk about the sequence from the original Mary Poppins with the chimney sweeps.
0: Oh, yeah. yeah. Oh, really? They're, Which, are they comparing that to the Virginia idiot? Oh, every, everything on. is coming out. Jesus. No, and the Liam Neeson thing, too. It's all over the place, man. Aye, yeah. So <laughs> in Q1 20, 2017, Disney cleared a billion okay. in box office. A billion in one quarter. Uh, in 2018, barely a third of that. 388 million. Yeah. So so I blame uh,
2: a Nutcracker on that one. So they're
0: suggesting... If it held off for solo release in December, Q1 earnings would have been a lot better, and shareholders would have been a lot happier. Dave, what do you what do you make of this? Is there is the release date of the film of a Star Wars film going to impact the box office? Or, I mean, this is the premier franchise. Does it really matter?
3: I mean, of course it's going to matter, but I I think what they're talking about is also all of the ancillary products that go along with it. And at the end of the day, Star Wars is going to drive that better than virtually any other product that Disney can put out there. Yeah. Unless you're talking about a Marvel movie, but they don't generally put Marvel movies out at the end of the year. Thor Ragnarok was the exception, not the rule.
0: Mm. Well, you certainly got... I think you're right with in terms of like the marketing and the toys and stuff, right? Because we had um, <clears throat> The Last Jedi coming out in December. I mean, I... I own a forty-pound porg because of that film. <laughs> um, I mean, well, I, you
3: don't really. Well, you don't really own it, Steve. Well, I mean,
0: that's true. I guess. I guess. Yeah, that's sort it. Of owns you, rude right? of me. Yeah, yeah. It, it, it owns it, it, you. It's kind of rude of me. I'm you know, sorry, honey. <laughs> <laughs> sorry. All right. uh, I don't
2: think.
3: You, I don't I think she, she appreciates what up you up talking, up talking up about trafficker? her. Dave, oh, Dave ma- gets
2: Dave gets off on this uh, quarter one quarter four crap. So let's just let's talk about this for a second because the stuff you're talking about is fascinating to me. Because w- first of all, quarter one isn't that January to March that we're talking about?
3: If your fiscal year is the same as a calendar year, then yes, yes, okay. it is.
2: Okay, so if we're talking that, those films that you were talking about don't necessarily fall into that that framework. So you're talking about Ralph Rex, the internet, and uh, Nutcracker all came out in fall. Let
0: me make a correction, though, really quick. Yeah. Q1 in this report, are they're reporting on box office results from October to December. Gotcha. So the reporting is from quarter four, Q4. Uh, Q, uh, Q4 <laughs> and they're reporting Q1 revenue. Okay, so
2: let's talk about those I comparisons. I, I hate using the terms apples <laughs> to oranges. Let's not mixed up in that. No, they're, they're comparing the same time frame, though, from the two years. Time frame. So, again, you look at how much Disney made from 2017 to 2018 in mm-hmm. its entirety. You're talking a totally different ball game. You're talking about quarters. Of course there's going to be a difference. And I'm, I'm going to be the one that's going to be on that report side. I, I wholeheartedly believe Solo should have been released in December. It, it could have fixed some serious problems with the movie. Um, and and the director fiasco that we went through, but I think if you look at how Disney's been performing over the last, well since 2015 since Force Awakens came out Mm -hmm. you're talking some serious money Disney owns the industry everybody else is looking up to Disney look at the stats from each year I'm sure Dave's gone over this box office numbers and stuff, we all look at box office mojo, but my god, they own this industry worldwide so comparing those small quarters to each other, yeah, there could have been a difference, but those people that you talk about the, the, the shareholders who might not be happy with the results, I can't, I can't agree with that because they've got to be looking at like, wow, I made $4.187 billion this year and this year I'm only making 3900000000 billion. Uh, I'm sorry, that's, that hurts me. Because I'll never be in that bracket, but seriously, thinking about that, that is a small, small, significant, very uh, a non-significant number compared to somebody like Paramount or somebody else who's not making those types of numbers. They yeah. can't be that greedy that they're like, "Oh my god, we didn't pull in another seven billion dollars this year." Well, this is
0: this is kind of remind this conversation kind of reminds me of like half the NFL franchises that claim they're losing money. Yeah, because. The owner cleared, you know, 200 million this year, Mm -hmm. last year, and 180 million this year. So he lost 20 million. Oh, I'm so sorry. You know, (laughs) yeah. But he's still clearing 180. Yeah. You know, what do you think? um, And, Nico, I'm going to throw this to you. What do you think about the tradition of the May release with Star Wars films? I mean, do we want to, do we, shouldn't we care about honoring the history of the franchise? It's too
1: late for that. Disney doesn't mm. honor it. Yeah. Well,
0: that's what they were trying I mean, to get back to, though, weren't they? But, okay.
1: Nico but then they did, pushed yeah. Solo back. And then they, you know, they they were doing the, the episodic films in December. And then they were, you know, they moved the Solo film back because it was going to be too soon after an episodic release. But, and then they had to deal with the region, blah, 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 whatever. Um. Yeah, no, I don't think Disney is doing Star Wars right on pretty much mm. all facets yeah, of the I, of, of the saga. Nico, like as far as releases go, storytelling, PR, marketing, and like I am honestly like pretty upset as a fan at how Disney is handling this franchise as uh, you know, an entire entity.
2: Okay, first of all, God damn it, Nico, I'm jumping on your bandwagon. That's driving me crazy because I feel a little bit of what you're saying right now, man, and I'm 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 happy that you pointed that out. I'm agreeing with the millennial on this. Yeah. But let me just back up real quick on something you said, Steve, and, and Nico, I'm piggybacking off of what you said. I hope you don't mind, but um, they already made that change. They made the decision. Anyone else jump in on this because we all know Force Awakens came out in December. We're like, what? December? Mm. Why not why not honor Lucasfilm and all the original release dates? We're mm. always in May. But look what happened. Force Awakens was a freaking behemoth. Last Jedi still made a ton of money, less, but still mm. a ton of money. Mm. Uh, Rogue One, fantastic for a for a non-episodic episode, also in December. Why go with why why make that change with Solo? I'm avoiding any. Who was it? Mother. No, it's okay. No, I
0: mean. So I'm wondering. You know, the other the other beast in the 400 pound gorilla in the room um, is the Marvel franchise um, that that tend to have these May releases. Um, and and um, Dave, what do you think about about the The way that Disney is using the calendar year to their advantage, right? I mean, you've got – you can't put two tentpole movies out in the same month, right?
3: Depends. I mean, here's the thing. These movies tend to bring in the bulk of their box office in the first two to three weeks. So, yes, if you did something the first week in May and then the last week in May, you shouldn't self-cannibalize too much.
1: Too much.
3: Too much. But at the end of the day, history shows us that movies that are released on Memorial Day do not do as well as movies released on other holiday weekends. Mm. And yes, that is a, you know, the May release date is a special time for Star Wars movies. But by the same token, the movie industry has evolved greatly since may was a special time for star wars movies and disney would be better served to recognize that and maximize the release time putting it out when it does best and even though it was a happy accident that episode seven was released in december that's what paid all the dividends is that movie came out at a perfect confluence of hype and a quality product and all of the holiday vacation time so people could just go see it over and over and over again very easily because no one was at work. Everybody was just at home and it was like, hey, do you want to go see Star Wars for the 17th time? Why, yes, I do. Thank you very much. That's a brilliant idea. Doesn't work when you put the movie out in May. And we'd been starved for 10 years, by the way. Well, yeah, and that was part of it, too. But still, compare Solo's box office numbers to The Last Jedi's numbers. I mean, let's just say for a second that Scott's right. Let's just say he's right, and it was a shitty movie. He's did, not, but did, just for sake of discussion, let's say he's right, and it was a shitty movie. It still made $600 million, right? which and is significantly all, more than Solo.
2: First of all, that must have pained you to say that, but I, I, hang on. You're right. I agree with that. It made a shit ton of money, and it's continuing a franchise. That's all I need to say on that. Thank you very much. It's, right. a shit, it's Enough a shit said. Movie. It's a shit movie. Wow. <laughs>
0: Wow, there's a... That is so wrong. So wrong. Oh, come yeah.
2: on, people.
0: Come on, Canto Bite? Yeah. Why has Greg been so quiet through this it's whole a, discussion? It's a, it's a for poor him.
4: sequence of the movie. It's not It's not a shitty movie. It's a poor sequence of the movie. You're talking that Canto Bite is any worse than fucking any part of the Attack of the Clones? Okay,
2: here's the problem with this. Now we're going to get into this, and this is going to bring back some some open – we're going to open some old wounds here. Um, There are sequences in Attack of the Clones that are absolutely fantastic. But Attack of the Clones is absolutely one of the worst Star Wars films out there.
0: It's one of those fantastic scenes when um, Anakin floats the fruit over to Padme.
2: Oh, it's it's brilliant, yeah, isn't it? And then when he puts it right on the fork, it's just, oh, my God. I'm getting goosebumps. It's like, oh, Mm. Oh, killing me. Killing me. All right. We we know where you stand with this. Greg, you need to chime up more, my friend. Come on. (laughs) I I need some vocal Greg here.
0: Uh, Well, um, possible spoiler alert here. There's been some... There's been some, uh... Hold on. Oh.
2: There we go. Greg's making me drink, guys. <laughs> There's <this>. feel like <laughs> I,
0: need, I feel like I'm diving down in a submarine somewhere, is what I feel like. <laughs> There's been some leaked, a leaked photo, guys, from the Star Wars Episode Nine set. Who leaked it? Mark Hamill? And, um... No, Mark Hamill did not leak it. This is legit. This isn't Mark Hamill effing with us. It's not Ryan. This is StarWarsNews.net has a copy of this photo, and it actually was tweeted. No, not tweeted. It's on Instagram. Sorry. What are they? So, what is it when it's Instagram? Is it Instagrammed? Yeah. It's, whatever. Okay, whatever. It, I'm it, gonna go with a yes. Posted on Instagram by a user. It's Griffin, but it's G R one F F I N. Looks like Griffin.
1: Zuckerberg.
2: Where where's the goddamn
1: millennial ripping <laughs> on know. the old people here?
0: And uh, Griffin posted a picture of looks like a like a waterfront scene. Okay, with some trees here. I don't know if you can see that, Scott. Nice. And uh, and there's a snow-covered bank. It's a clear blue sky with snow on the ground, so it's a little weird. And he writes, "Star Wars nine film being set set being dressed in snow today." Along with a snow building uh, set, a snow building set being struck, Star Wars Episode Nine. So uh, we're going Hoth light on this yeah, one. Yeah. So are, are, does this, Nico? Is this is this proof that we're going to see a snowy planet on Episode Nine? In Episode Nine, what do you think? Is this legit? Was is it, it on lit? one of
1: the trailers? Was <laughs> well, not
0: on one of the. Tra- we haven't had a trailer yet, Nico.
1: All right, well, well then, uh, you can't confirm anything then, Baldwin.
3: I think, I think Nico, <laughs> did, it come, I think...
1: did it come from Lucasfilm? Uh, let me check. No, it did not come okay, from Lucasfilm. Okay, then no, you cannot count on it being legit. Okay. Welcome to the I... 21st century where millennials like myself like to do what we call trolling the internet. Mm-hmm. where we use something that's called a computer He's getting... to generate images <laughs> okay. to fool old people into thinking that things are going to happen when they're not going to happen.
2: Back in my you... day, we had the internet, and we didn't have to take the shit from the millennials.
0: Okay, I, I just muted Nico. He, he just got. So, muted. I also. <laughs> he just got muted for that rant. Did he really? Yeah, he oh, did. I, I, I also think uh, Nico I, was I'm just, wanting Nico to continue this rant I. Wanted. I also think Nico was
3: just trying to confirm that since he fell asleep while Scott was rambling earlier, that a trailer hadn't been released while he was taking a nap. Just in oh. some fairness to him. It.
2: Uh, <laughs> oh my God! You really did. I, I really did.
3: No, no, I can't unmute him.
2: Uh oh! <laughs> you can remove him. I don't from know. The someone, call. someone has to someone
1: has to unmute I you. I can though. unmute. There we, oh, there we go. There
0: The hell! There you
3: know the why you he can unmute himself, Steve, and You can't because he's a millennial and he understands how the computers work. <laughs> Computer.
2: Oh shit! Wow. All right.
0: He's getting more cantankerous as he, as by the minute. He's like he's becoming us.
2: Yeah. He. he Oh shit, that's bad. That's awesome. That's really
0: bad. No, that's great. Uh, all right. Well,
2: thank you for that insight, Nico. That I mean, was uh, that was yeah. genius. I want to put in a request <laughs> with Greg uh, for the next Dave Potter intro. Can you get uh-huh. all War Games clips, please? Ooh. <laughs> ooh, 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 <laughs> Especially I like up modem, please. Mm, strong. Strong.
0: Mm. Uh well, talking about Instagram and instagramming, some guy named John Favreau. Uh-oh. You might have heard of him. I heard of that guy. He's involved Act- with the a- a show called The Mandalorian, if you haven't heard of that yet. It's coming out soon. And uh, he posted on Instagram uh, through a computer or a phone thingy, I guess. These phone thingies that everyone's carrying. Did it come from
2: Lucasfilm? Did he make a facsimile? Actually, this one almost did. (laughs) Uh, He tweeted...
0: No, he didn't tweet. He put on Instagram hmm. a picture of a very familiar looking droid. Oh. R5D4. Now, is it actually uh, R5D4? Well, look at it. I yep. mean, it's it's almost it's identical to that droid. Oh damn.
3: Maybe we will finally find out why the most important droid in the Star Wars saga had a bad power motivator.
0: Yeah. That's right. And didn't we confirm somewhere along the way that he purposefully faked it or blew his own motivator so that uh, R two would would uh, be selected. Is that is he that right? He blew himself. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, he blew himself. <laughs> was, uh, wow,
1: he's pretty flexible.
2: <laughs> the hammer pulled you off. So what you're saying, guys, is that R five D four is the Ron Jeremy of the Star Wars universe?
0: Is that what you're saying? <laughs> No, I, I try to keep it some shows I try to keep it more straight than others. I'm a little bit more sober than normal. So I'm trying to keep it straight. Here, man. And it's like I You're can't. Too, I just can't.
2: Take a bottle. Jesus.
0: Just You're take too a swig. stiff,
3: Steve. You gotta loosen up. Man, yeah. my God. I just swig it, man. It's
2: gonna burn, but it's good. Yep, there you go. Ooh. Yeah. All
0: right. Oh yeah, that'll warm you up on a cold night. Yeah. Um So what does this mean, guys? do we have R five D four? In uh, the Mandalorian, are we going to see uh, original trilogy
2: characters in this show? I like the idea of a continuing saga character coming yeah. to the show. I think it's fantastic, and I love that it's R five D four. And I agree. Even though we were joking around; we were all joking around about it. I like that it's we kind of figure out what happened to R five D four. Maybe, yeah. maybe we'll find out. Maybe you got a new motivator. I don't know.
0: Be great. Yeah, there's. This reminds of uh, the book. Reminds me of the book from another point of view. It's the little Star Wars side stories from the uh, from Episode Four, as told from yeah. another point of view. And this would be a great way to tell our five D 4 story.
2: You should check out. There's a couple novels. Uh, one of them, I think it's called Tales from. Moss Eisley Spaceport. Do you have that?
0: Tales from the Moss Isley Cantina. That's it. Okay. I I, hold on. I think I do. Keep and talking. then also mm-hmm. Jabba's Palace.
2: They have some really wonderful little stories. Here. This yes. one. Right here. It's fantastic. Love this stuff.
0: Yeah. I bought it and uh, I haven't gotten through it yet.
2: Yeah. I did buy it. Great little sub stories about all the different characters. Kevin J. Anderson. Okay. Yeah. Tales from the Moss Isley Cantina. Yep. There you go good stuff. Oh wow, you have a newer one. It says Yeah, I just legend. ordered
0: this like last year. Yes. Yeah, yeah, it's labeled as Legends. Damn. Yeah, that's it's no longer canon. That's heartbreaking. Yeah. Well, also <laughs> uh uh Greg, I know you're really looking forward to the uh, Mandalorian the show I could not be looking forward. I have my $10 per month in hand right now waiting
4: <laughs> to pay Disney their money.
0: Now he speaks up. See, yeah, exactly. he is yeah. out to get he's, me. I sort of fi- got him. He's not out to get you. He's fired <gasps> up about The Mandalorian and, and director Taika, Waitiki,
4: Taika Waititi Taika
0: uh, Watiti. Watiti says the first Star Wars live action series is close to the original trilogy. This is from uh, slashfilm.com. Taika Watiti is one of the directors working on Disney Plus's upcoming streaming series, The Mandalorian. That's weird. Disney Plus's. Yeah. How do you write that? Disney with a plus sign apostrophe s.
2: You don't. You wait weird. and download it. It's kind of weird. <laughs> uh,
0: he confirmed that the first e- the first live action Star Wars series would match the tone of the original trilogy. The required uh, that required some adaptation from the uh, comedic director of Thor Ragnarok and <laughs> what we do in the shadows. But he was happy to fall in line. Quote. <laughs> Star Wars is very different to the Marvel style, he told the press after a TCA panel for, uh, for what we do in the Shadows TV series. Quote, we know the tone of the first films and it really should be adhered to. That's what the fans like and you can't really disrespect it. I guess this is a nicer way of saying I can't put too many jokes in. There's a bit, definitely my tone is there, the dialogue and stuff like that. Uh, so, anyway, this this is looking great, and uh, we have confirmation they're really working on matching the tone of the original movies, Greg.
4: So it looks like it's going to be fantastic. It's just, you know, I haven't seen anything. It sounds like it's going to be fantastic, because I haven't seen a goddamn thing other than this one picture. But, you know, mm-hmm. I have complete and utter faith in the team behind this project, and it is going to be fantastic. It is going to be great. It is going to be so good. You guys are all going to be so jealous because I'm going to be the only one watching it because none of you guys are.
2: Seriously, <laughs> does anyone else see, the, see or smell or taste the irony from this man's mouth? Honestly. But think about what he's saying I right now. do not now. Want to do smell we, the irony do we? from his mouth. Oh, wait, that's, uh, that's,
3: that's not irony in his mouth right now, first of oh. all. Oh. Is it God. Borg? I just need <laughs> to know. <laughs>
2: Here's the thing. We all know. We all know this. This. Oh, I can't even. I can uh, Seriously, he's so happy to dump over the ten dollars. Greg, come on. I way. am. I am. It's uh, gonna be great. Are you kidding me?
4: This thing's gonna be awesome. Yeah. It's gonna be so Ooh, good. Why It's gonna is this, be, this, this, is it's gonna be first it? season Jessica Jones. Good. That's how good it's gonna be. Ooh. Why that, does this?
0: Dude, ab- but I, I want to know why this shut upsets here. you.
3: Filthy whore <laughs> mouth. Filthy no whore mouth. No way. This,
2: seriously. Can we talk about how we watched other uh, videos from Greg before? Can we talk about that? Is no, that I don't
3: know what even, you're talking about. Even, okay. even in context, that does not sound good, and I, I want know. to change the secret. <laughs>
0: Do
1: you mean the secret I had cameras that we are <laughs> talking We're talking
2: uh, – the history of this gentleman that we admire so much – Mm-hmm. Now he's mm-hmm. willing to dump ten dollars on the big mouse. I I'm just having a hard time with this. That's all I'm having a hard time with. I'm. Happy. I,
4: I I gave the mouse like a thousand dollars of my money for annual passes this year, so it's, you know <laughs> what the the, the mouse the... has
0: plenty of money for
2: me. Knotts Berry Farm people. That's all I'm saying. <laughs> <laughs> Knotts Berry
0: Farm does not have the goddamn Millennium Falcon sitting in the middle of the park.
4: No, but I can go to the. Or or bomb it's ass it's... corn dogs either for that matter.
0: Oh, those six dollar mm-hmm. corn dogs. Oh, oh, you man. know yeah. what? Nine dollar corn dogs. Oh yeah.
1: You huh. know what? Us Very Farm probably does have over Disney though. Disneyland. What's, what is that? It's fucking marking. cinnamon rolls. Oh, cinnamon oh. rolls. Yes. Because fuck you, Disneyland for getting rid of the Blue Ribbon Cafe <laughs> and the really big cinnamon buns. Yes. Mm. I okay. was going to
4: say, I don't, I don't know that they do have cinnamon rolls in Knott's Berry Farm.
1: I had a past in Knott's a couple years ago. I don't remember there being. Even a good if they fork. don't, their cinnamon rolls are better than Disney's. Oh, 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 but they do have those cakes over
2: there by the uh, the log ride. Um, what are those? Funnel things? Cakes? The funnel oh, cakes? Oh, the funnel cakes, cool, oh my yeah. God.
0: Now, do you go strawberries on but the funnel cake? Funnel, funnel, or funnel cakes just are plain. overrated.
4: Too greasy, man. Too greasy. Just not sit well in my belly. I don't know if I mentioned this. I was born in 1970. I'm
0: an old fucker, guys.
2: Mm. Yeah. No, I'm with
0: you. You mentioned that a few times. Yeah. Lisa Baldwin loves the funnel cakes. Yeah, there's some oh, good stuff. No. Yeah. Yeah. Got to disagree with that. Mm. Now, Powder. do you do now? Do you go strawberries or you just go powdered sugar on the no, funnel no, cake? No, no,
2: no. I do powdered sugar with strawberry topping.
0: Oh, okay. Yeah. All right. It's, you go big.
2: It's wonderful.
0: Okay. And it's splooge. Skeet, skeet, skeet all over that thing. Mm. Wow. <laughs> and do you put whipped cream on it too? Why not? Wow. Okay.
2: You only oh, live once. Boy, oh, boy, oh, boy. Oh, oh, oh. Skeet, skeet, skeet. Then then you have to get on the log ride and do this <laughs> and do the sit down rap. The sit down rap. Has, has, seriously, for our listeners, has anyone here on our on the hive here done the sit down rap? Is that with your girlfriend in front of you? No, no. You really don't know about the sit down rap? <laughs> okay. Okay. What's the sit-down rap? The sit-down rap? For all 17 of our listeners, I want you to know this now. When you get on the log ride at Knott's Berry Farm in mm-hmm. Southern California, you get up the first hill and you go into what looks like a sawmill. Right, yes. There, okay. there are yes. laser sensors lined from there to the first little mini drop out the back. Okay. If you put your hands up in the air and you scissor them back and forth, You will make the log ride do a sit, 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 sit down, sit down rap. It is amazing. Oh, Oh, yeah. (laughs) Say what? Oh, so it's like a pre recorded thing that senses if you stand up. Right. So if you put your hand up, a (laughs) big, loud, booming voice will say, sit down. Okay. But if you scissor your hands really fast back and forth in the air, it will wrap for you. And it is the most amazing, fun thing you okay, can do. Okay, if anyone has audio of this. I
0: have it recorded. We need to play it on the show. I will play it. I will, I will bring play it the it. sit-down oh, yeah. on the show. I thought you were talking about when you sit down and your girlfriend or your wife is in front of you
2: and you do the wrap. <laughs> that, that, that was the reason to ride that ride.
0: Now, now but some of the rides now, like uh, what is it at Disneyland? Um, Matterhorn. Matterhorn or sp- oh yeah that you can't do that anymore.
4: Yeah, they they made individual seats on Matterhorn now. Right. And they're what? really small seats too. Yeah. I don't yeah, know if
0: so, you, I'm I'm not a big guy, but that seat was tiny. Yeah, so there's a high back between each sitter. You're not sitting like um Are you uh, serious? in a nested formation where yeah, you, you can hold you would, yeah, you would
4: straddle a bench sitting in what is called a bobsled. Yes, yes, yes yeah. exactly.
2: Okay, I don't I don't want to live in this type of world we don't have <laughs> open
0: bobsled what but I,
2: uh, Scott Scott is just
4: beside himself right now I that crushed. bobsled that, that he can't feel up his wife
3: on the Matterhorn bobsled no, yeah anymore. but
0: why else go,
2: why else ride the bobsled seriously wait well, a minute wait a minute Greg I know we, that's
3: why I know that's why I ride the bobsled
2: Wait, wait. scott's wife yeah what the <laughs> hell dave <laughs>
0: motherfucker all right listen. I, have, I have to isolate scott's comment about i can't live in a world like this i have to isolate that <laughs> this that,
2: is too good no seriously you cut out the bench seats and the bobsleds yeah. and you know what they probably took out the the sit down wrap i'm gonna be really upset now i have to go to knots and find out if that's still there
0: all right you know what do it and charge it to the uh the wretched hive uh what? Our, our, our expense account. Our expense account. Yeah, really? go ahead. Yep. Yeah, right. I'll, I'll sign the approval for okay. that. Okay, yeah. Scott. I I will tell you they Checks added the new,
4: new Yetis to the uh, Matterhorn bobsleds within the past. Let's say like four or five years or something like that. Okay. They're you know what? Grand. That's it. I'm yeah. out. I'm yeah, out. They, no, they're they're awesome though. They're <laughs> oh, really really. Yeah, cool. they're really cool. They're, they're, actually, they're actually scary. Actually Okay. Yeah, they actually look like they're living. And they took the old Yetis... Here, this is even better. They took the old Yetis, and they put them in the Guardians of the Galaxy ride right across the way at Disney California Adventure. <laughs> oh,
2: that's
1: pretty cool.
2: Yeah. Did they really? That, that is... Okay, that's one thing that I <laughs> do is. appreciate about oh. Disney is you will find remnants of old things in the park. Hmm. You can almost go on your own little scavenger hunt, and it's really awesome. Can you find remnants of any old cinnamon rolls? <laughs> I'm sure you <laughs> could. I wish that you could. Uh, oh, and one of those damn cats that's roaming around there, wow. that's the Disney cats. Uh, all right, we got some cats. A couple stories to finalize uh, the show here, guys.
0: Uh, let's see, let me move my microphone how, So I can see the screen How far did we um, go off the rails on this one? I'm pretty far <laughs> uh, So this one's interesting So this is HollywoodReporter.com Reporting A lot of lot of business Business oriented show today yeah. uh, This week Anxiety, AWOL executives And bloodshed How Disney is making 21st Century Fox Disappear uh, This is a fascinating article here at hollywoodreporter.com. It's dated today, as we record the show, February 6th. So I'll just read this uh, this first paragraph. With the $71.3 billion merger of two studios about to close, fears are mounting on the storied Fox lot as colleagues prepare to become rivals. Bob Iger's every move is scrutinized, and 4,000 jobs are about to vanish. Quote, there will be bloodshed one executive is quoted as saying. Uh, of course, Fox, the legendary studio who greenlit All About Eve and Planet of the Apes. Uh, Daryl zunick one of the top marketing executives, had his most cherished belongings put to storage uh, w- just in case he was forced to exit abruptly. Um, once Disney's $71.3 billion acquisition, Of a wide swath of 21st Century Foxes complete, possibly as early as the end of February, one of Hollywood's most story studios, home of the Shirley Temple movies, Sound of Music, and Avatar, will simply disappear. My question for the group with this is, will Disney be... uh, Will they do Fox right? Are they going to be a good sort of uh, holder of the history and holder of the memories and what Fox represents to the industry.
1: What's it? Well, they haven't
0: done Star Wars
2: right. <laughs> I, I, I Come just, on, guys. Sure they have. I just want to say I'm I'm watching the videos, and I'm waiting for every one of us, like, biting at the bit right now just to get out the gate on this one. I see Dave's like, I want to talk about this. So, Dave,
3: please go. I'm sorry. I wasn't listening. What are we I
2: talking- did that on purpose. <laughs> I love it. I love it. Come on, man.
3: It's, it's no, like, okay, is great. Disney going to do Fox right? And then you kind of clarified what you meant by that, which I really appreciated because there were a lot of directions to go with it. Nico looks appallingly like he's in the movie poster for the Blair Witch Project right now with that pose
2: <laughs> Somebody screenshot that shit. Seriously. <laughs> I'm so
3: scared. It's not just me, right? Not no. just me. Okay, no, it's, right?
0: The, it's, the gray, me. it's the gray uh, uh, skull cap. It's perfect, yeah.
3: <laughs> yeah. So, it, it, it guy, I mean, I think people, when you ask the question though, like that, I think you're putting too much emotional quality into it. Disney's a business. They are going to want to do well with Fox as a business. They have invested more money, you know, to quote, Hansel no, more money than I can possibly imagine. I know you can imagine an awful lot, Hansel, but this actually is more money than you can possibly imagine. That's how much they put into this acquisition.
0: $71 billion with a B.
3: Yeah. They're going to do it right from a business sense. I have faith in that. Does that mean that a lot of people are going to be unemployed? Yes, because now they have what's called a redundant job. There is no need for there to be a separate – publicity and marketing and, and all of those other wings. If Disney was going to focus on improving shit and doing it right, they would take the game license from Electronic Arts for Star Wars. That's what they would do. Fox will be fine. It'll work itself out. So the... also, also release Song of the South if we're going to talk about doing things right. Like, just... <laughs> What the fuck, people? I mean it's yes, it's a racially insensitive movie, but it is also representative of where things were at the time. And it is important that people see how fucked up things were at that point. So there is a quote here to corroborate what you're saying,
0: Dave. Um this is uh let's see, it's from Greenfield. I think it's is it Alan Greenfield? What's his name? I don't want to get it wrong here. Let me look. Uh it is Oh that's is... well played, by the way. <laughs> <laughs> uh, doo, 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 doo. Sorry, I should have uh, Oh, Rich Greenfield uh, Yeah, Disney, that guy Disney skeptic, analyst Rich Greenfield uh, Says, quote There will be bloodshed over time, says Greenfield While he and other analysts mostly have applauded the merger He notes that none of the other acquisitions That Iger engineered uh, Bob Iger Thank you, Bob Uh, have resulted in major layoffs, and that's Pixar, Marvel, Lucasfilm. Uh, None of them resulted in major layoffs, but Greenfield notes here, quote, this is virgin territory for Disney, which has never done a mass integration.
3: Yeah, and that's that's the thing. The the Marvel acquisition, the Disney acquisition, the Lucasfilm acquisition, these were kind of small stand... I mean, yes, giants in their own right, but small standalone, specialized production shops that just that do one thing and do it very, very well. And Fox is this ginormous, historically large international business that has thousands upon thousands of jobs. Yes, they're going to be redundant. I've I have lived through acquisitions, and it's a rough time, but it's a necessary time. And it's actually usually good long-term for the company because you cut out a lot of excess fat that's just hanging around the body at that point.
2: Okay, so this is where I wanted to jump in because I actually agree with what Dave just said there at the end. I I really – I'm on the opposite side of this. I really don't like these types of things. But Mm. in this case – Disney could essentially do something right if they handle it the way they've handled Pixar and their other smaller entities Fox is huge Fox isn't like Pixar and these smaller companies that were already based out of Disney and came back after they were let go so Pixar we know was let go under Michael Eisner and one of the reasons why he was cut from the company Mm. and Bob Iger it's Sorry. All right. it's all right. A little like, slow on the trigger. there. It's it's right. Right. Bob no, Iger. Bob, yeah. Bob Iger. <laughs> uh, brought them back, which mm-hmm. was a smart move on his part.
3: Mm-hmm.
2: I think if they handle this in the same essence as a small company, yes, there's going to be excess fat, but I think that a lot of the redundant jobs at Fox know how to handle Fox. So if Disney can see that and respect that and cut the smaller fat, mm-hmm. those people that know how to market and do right by Fox – could be also great Disney employees. But that's where they need to come in and not just be a typical corporation. They need to come in and say, you know how to handle this, but now you need to work under our Disney blanket. Let's talk. One of the really good examples is, the question that's been on a lot of people's mind is how they're gonna handle the Deadpool franchise. Are they going to, I mean, the uh, PG-13 re-release that just happened in December. Mm. Fun, a lot of exciting new stuff, new footage was filmed. Basically, was the same movie with just like a TV edit, hmm. but does it was that going to be an example of what Disney's going to do with their Fox uh, properties now? Hmm. So I think with the release, I think of today or yesterday, uh, announcing that they were going to leave Deadpool the way it was and the people involved and the talent involved and let them make R-rated films. I think that's a good sign on Disney's part, saying, "Yeah, we're going to clean house." And I, I, I don't like the idea of them saying bloodshed on this because I think that gives a lot of people a fear tactic or a scare tactic that shouldn't have that in there. They should know that there's some people that are going to be safe to handle this company now under a, D- a Disney blanket. You know, what just occurred to me while you
0: were talking is that other than um, a Deadpool, other than Deadpool, yeah. what Fox properties are there? That Disney can't wait to get their hands on so that they can do a mass sort of like Marvel Star Wars S well all of
4: X I Men. Yeah. Deadpool is Deadpool's part of it, but all of the X Men. Mm. I mean, that's that's you know, that's money right there. So
2: Yeah, that's actually great. That's a great point. X Men is a franchise that they would love to get their hands on. Now they have the Fantastic Four. You're talking superheroes. So you have those two entities; they could drag into technically the Marvel universe, and we've talked about that multiple times yeah. on the show. Yeah. But look what they can do with this. Mm-hmm. Also, the new stuff that they're coming out with, like New Mutants, which now has kind of been in limbo and pushed back with a release date.
3: I I I heard they're doing another round of reshoots for it.
2: Yeah. Which, which is always, that always was, a good sign. That was the most awesome
4: trailer, yes. though. Completely took me by surprise with the tone and the feel of that movie, and I thought it was just genius. I hope the movie is as good as that trailer was. I really do.
2: I hope. So, Greg, you know this stuff. I'm sure Dave knows this, and we're going to talk a little comic books because we're talking about this movie stuff. But let me just ask you real quick about the New Mutants film. Did it not have the Psychowitz feel to it? Like his artwork and his style and his kind of jagged Scary feeling that he did. Psychowitz was also one that did a lot of Stephen Stephen King um, mm. uh, artwork inside some of his larger novels. Mm. Um, it to me felt like the era that he did a lot of the cover artwork, which was kind of scary for a Yeah, uh, yeah, very,
4: very, yeah, very, very. You know, I, I guess esoteric is the word. I mean, but yes. yeah, it, it was kind of scary. I mean, it, it's it's not as. Uh, you know what? What it reminds me of is as Ralph Steadman, who was the guy who drew mm-hmm. all this, who drew drew all the stuff for Hunter S. Thompson, and really just kind of scattered and lots of really splattery looks, and just looked violent,
2: you know? Yeah. Um. But without blood or gore or anything like that.
4: Yeah, very much so.
2: Yeah, it felt more like a horror film than it actually felt like a superhero mutant film. So, I I hope this comes across as a wonderful new direction for. Superhero franchises and how they can mix that in with possibly Deadpool and the X Men because they're all connected in the comic book world like severely connected. The new mutants are the next team of X Men, basically, for mm-hmm. god, how many hundred issues, right? Yeah, yeah, mm-hmm. and then they became X Force. So I know
0: exactly the artwork you're talking about. I'm a huge King fan, yeah. and The Stand is one of my favorite books. Yes, and he did The Stand between each chapter there's i the the artwork is just so um compelling and violent and just yeah uh, w-
2: evil it's, got, it's
0: it's amazing
2: i i always summed it up in the way the reason i liked him was he did convey this sense of horror and dread and and um he has this very jagged uh frenetic feel to mm-hmm. him that mm-hmm. just feels a little bit like almost like somebody having a spasm while he's making this wonderful artwork and just has these really kind of crazy jagged lines and just really contrasty and I, I don't know. I hmm. that's how I felt the direction was if Disney I'm gonna steer this back, but if Disney can keep that and hold on to that and use the people that have that ability to market that and produce that type of talent and product, I'm I'm in. I I'm not a huge Disney fan and I know we've argued this point, the way they've handled certain franchises and stuff, but I think they still have the idea of getting stuff out to the mass the masses mm-hmm. that need to see this type of stuff as a comic book fan as a superhero fan, I would love to see if Disney can handle this properly and do it justice. Nico,
0: will we see an X-Men themed ride or land in the Disney parks and w- and if we did would you would you is that something you'd want to see is that something you'd be excited, excited about for Fox stuff? Yeah, why not?
2: Well, yeah, Fox, because it's now owned by Disney.
1: Right. Yeah, but I mean, like, for, for like, what what sort of themes are you talking about? I mean, we've already got the Guardians of the Galaxy ride in California Adventure, so we've got the comic book stuff. We've got Star Wars Land coming. We've got, you know, the Disney Pixar's area in California Adventure. That. Oh, go ahead. Sorry. What else do you want? Well, you know just, what? No, I'm just curious. Like, Well, I mean, are what we, else?
0: could they build a land around the X-Men universe? Or, well, well, or maybe... I would,
1: mm, go I ahead. Would, I would lump that in with the Marvel universe mm. because, you know, <laughs> it is. Yeah. Um, The X-Men's lore and story is as expansive as, you know, the rest of the marvel universe for sure there's enough story and characters there to make its own land but what would you do for a an x-men land it's not a very nice family friendly sort of universe to be in i don't see that happening for disney no mm. the, the only way i
2: could see something like this at a disney theme park would be something like like a Star Tours where they can mix it up because Star Tours has now changed a lot right like they've added new adventures each time that changes right at every it's like extent.
0: a digital film now so it changes each each ride right you get multiple... there's a preview for Galaxy's Edge in it now too is there yes there is oh yeah they fly over um, what's the, the, the planet yes uh, I can't think of the name
2: oh right yeah, I didn't know that that's awesome but my point is, is if they could do something like that where they can incorporate more than just the X-Men but most of the Marvel Cinematic Universe now since Disney owns mm. most of it. Mm. And maybe mix it up and add characters into an adventure where you're in some sort of simulation ride. Even like the one that uh, we all went to that's more uh, a virtual reality or whatever. Mm. I did that, that Avengers thing up in Vegas. And that... Had a really cool concept where it incorporated a lot of the movies and characters from all the different um, uh, 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 Marvel Cinematic Universe mm. pieces that, that are out there. So
0: in the comics, is there a crossover between? Like Guardians and Avengers oh. and X-Men?
4: Oh, oh yeah, God, God, yeah, and, God, yeah. Okay. There's...
3: All the fucking
4: time. Yes. Yeah. Okay. So it, it used to be there was, you know, it only happened occasionally. And then Secret Wars back in the 80s, like 82, 83, 84, Merv, 84, 84, 84, yeah, Dave. 84, um, just broke it open. And now it's like an, an annual thing where they have a massive everybody in the Marvel Universe fights with each other and against each other and... Yeah. It happens too often now in my point in my point of view.
1: Yeah. That's yeah. what's <laughs> happening with that new like Thor Asgard based storyline that's coming out uh yes. this year that I talked about and posted up for you guys to check out. Mm-hmm.
3: Yeah, mm-hmm. War of Realms.
1: Yeah. So back in the old
2: days when you were a comic collector, one of the really cool things when before all these big crossovers were happening, Secret Wars was the one that really busted it open. Um it was really fun to read a, a title that you were really into. So, mm-hmm. let, Steve, let's say you were into X-Men. It was fantastic. You would be like, oh, yeah, I can't wait to see what's happening with Wolverine and Storm and, and all the original Cyclops and all of them. And every once in a while, you get to one where, like, Spider-Man would show up. And it's great. You're like, but why the hell is Spider-Man hanging out with, you know, the X-Men? And there would be this little thing in one of the panels that would say, you know, check out Amazing Spider-Man number 212. And you go over there and the X-Men would show up in their book. And there would be a reason why, you know, one was invited to come over to the other one. And it was wonderful. Mm. And then it just got a little bit bigger. And then Secret Wars really brought in all of the characters into one big, giant battle, which is what we're seeing now is basically what the Marvel Cinematic Universe is, is showing how all of these characters are connected, which we never really got. I know, was it, guys, was it... The Incredible Hulk, the TV show, had some of the characters like Thor showed up on the show and Doctor Strange.
3: So Thor showed up in a uh, made-for-TV movie afterwards, after the show was off the air, as did Daredevil. I don't recall Doctor Strange showing up, though, but I could be misremembering.
4: I think he I think Scott's right on this one, actually. I think he did show up in one of them, but you know, like Thor did not look like the Thor in the comic books. Daredevil did not look like the Daredevil in the comic books, and I think Doctor Strange also did not look like the Doctor Strange in the comic books at all they right. were they were pale limitations, especially considering what we've got today where they're very you know stylized representations, but very much are clearly inspired by their comic book counterparts
2: yes yeah yeah i think I think the Thor character looked like some. Mr. Universe bodybuilder with kind of a jumpsuit or something like that. Wearing a, wearing a fur vest. <laughs> that's right. That's right. <laughs> oh my God. It's well, pretty bad. St- I mean, but that's also the Hulk, you know, is Lou Ferrigno with green paint all over himself. But Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. For sure. Still one of my greatest moments at Comic Con was yelling at Lou Ferrigno. Hey! You know, he's deaf, right? Yeah, I know that was the best part. And Greg, this is the one I think you were at. I took a photo of him turning around and having this evil look in his face, like I think I heard some jackass yell at me. <laughs> you're like,
4: so, you're like, you're like Ryan Seacrest trying to high five that blind dude on American Idol that one year. Uh,
2: it was so bad. I felt so bad afterwards, but I still have that photo. So whatever. <laughs>
0: Talking about Comic Con really quick before we move on here. Um, is anyone going this year?
4: Probably not. No, the tickets came and went on sale, and I didn't even jump into the room to try and get them this year.
0: Now, what (laughs) about just going and hanging out down there? I mean, uh, you know, we can't get into the hall, obviously, but uh, somebody told me that there's, you know, the Hilton down there right by the water. A lot of people go to the bar and just hang out there, and there's a lot
2: going on, even just in the hotel lobbies. Okay, Greg, I don't know if Dave's been, but Greg, I'm gonna, I'm gonna bounce this with you. We've been together. And it yes. is.
3: Yeah. you've it, been together. It's, wow. Yes. Wow, yes, guys. Congratulations. As bad breaking, as I heard. breaking
2: news. Twenty eleven. Two Hive guys <laughs> hung out in San Diego. But no, seriously, it is insane. ways than in one. It's. <laughs> <laughs> As much as we argue on the show, we have a lot in common. That so. one twin bed to share—really mm-hmm. awkward and sweaty. Mm-hmm. Let's not get all like you know junior high level here. Uh, so, <laughs> but I mean, what it...
4: there, there, there are things to, to to stop with the juvenile conversation here? Yes, Steve. There are there are <laughs> lots of things to do. There's there's lots of events and things that happen off site, if you will, away from the convention center. Some yes. of them you actually need a Comic Con badge to get into, but some of them you don't. So ah. you know, there's there's. There's tons to do that's fans fan related if you wanted to go and do it you don't you're not going to get into any of the main panels or anything like that but there's lots of shows you could see there's lots of you know uh, you know podcasters back before hardwick was really kind of a bad word to say um, it, he had his show that he would broadcast live down there and and
3: people seem to have a lot of fun at that so there's yes. tons to do.
2: Oh, the nerdist, yeah. The whole nerdist. nerdist,
3: First of all, Greg, it's episode 80. It's a little late to stop with the juvenile talk. (laughs) (laughs) Damn it. Truth,
2: (laughs) truth. Yeah, um, I think the last year that Greg and I went, like we all met up down there was, um, God, 2011, I'm going to say.
4: It's been a few years. Yeah, it's been a while. It's but it while. was
2: it was even but, then they were expanding outside the entire convention center. If you've been to San Diego and San Diego Convention Center, yeah. they expanded that convention center strictly for Comic-Con. Yeah. It is a multi-billion dollar industry for them. It is the biggest industry they have. Probably bigger than the San Diego Padres. I'm going to say that. Oh, gosh. I don't know
4: about that. It is by far and away the biggest event that they have all year, the largest single event they have all year. I mean, it is literally their Super Bowl. So
2: Yeah, it really is. And the year that we were there last, that was, I think, the first year they expanded it outside the con. So they took over the Gaslamp District, which if you've (laughs) been there, you know is a very large area of downtown. They built the entire town of South Park. And you could walk through a life-size South Park and buy I products. Did. It was, I fucking remember that phenomenal.
0: See, like, we may want to just go down there for a day. Yeah, would that be bad? Could, should, we need to, we need to talk about this
2: seriously. Kevin and Bean well, broadcast live for five days down there. Yeah. Uh, who's let's, a local? Let's,
0: let's seriously think about this off off the air. We got to we got to coordinate something because I would love to go down there for the day and just soak it up. You know.
2: There's some great stuff outside of Comic-Con to do anyway, so yeah. Yeah.
0: Alright, Dave is falling asleep, and that means it's time for this. It's the Star Wars Tweet of the Week! Yeah, Really? Curious. Because everybody knows that Twitter is a source of endless
1: positivity. You're gravely mistaken.
0: Come to your senses! Well, um, there are a few Twitter accounts that are kind of funny. Sometimes. (laughs) That's why. (laughs) Greg, what do you got for us this week?
4: I tell you, man, I am so excited that we are getting into the thick of things with new movies coming out. And finally, even though we didn't get it today like we thought we would, finally some new Star Wars news out there on the horizon. Things that we can actually talk about and prognosticate over and have some great, great, deep Star Wars talk. But in the meantime, Mark Hamill, Hamill himself, just today, (laughs) today being February the 6th, that is. If you're recording the show as we are right now. Mm -hmm. (laughs) He states, what's the title? When's the trailer? Are you Ray's father? Are you dead? Are you a force ghost? Did you force project off of Octo? Will you haunt Kylo? Visit Leia Lando? What about flashbacks? The third lesson? Is Chewie a vegan now? My (laughs) all-purpose response to everything? Nine! Nine news.
0: Hashtag no leaks. Hashtag (laughs) mouth wide shut. (laughs) You You can always rely on old Mark there to... Ham it up a little bit around Star Wars. You no, know,
4: it has really just been. If you just look up, like hashtag Episode Nine, it is just everybody's like, "What's the title? What's the title? What's the title?" We are, we are, we live a pathetic life, guys. This is <laughs> this is what we have to look forward to. All
0: right, now if the title is released, either <laughs> in the in the wee hours of the night after we record the show, or tomorrow Thursday, or release day Friday, we need to come back
2: together and cover this because this is this is big. that that was a great segue. From Greg freaking out on us being pathetic to guys, if this happens, we need to wake the fuck up and make a podcast right So let's tell you if I get
0: something so, at two AM, I'm calling your asses and getting you on Skype. Oh, you know I'll be on there. All right. Sorry, Dave. Oh, if
3: it is from Lucasfilm, you will not be getting me on there. Even if it is from Lucasfilm.
2: <laughs> oh, we will call him? For an hour long podcast. That's it. I don't think he's going to wake up for us. Oh, man. We're just going to just
4: ring his fucking phone until that (laughs)
3: motherfucker picks (laughs) up. Oh, I'm with
2: you, Greg. Yes. Oh, I want to high five your shit right now. (laughs) I know where
3: where all of you live.
1: (laughs) (laughs) Look, he's finally smiling. Thank God. proud to say that you have no fucking clue where i
3: live dave <laughs> yeah but i'm pretty sure you would not be fucking calling me at 2 a.m though <laughs> oh, no. Dave, with anthony daniels as
2: c3po <laughs> look at that guy dave he will be calling your ass at three o'clock in the morning i swear <laughs> guys episode 80 is in the books Eighty. God
4: damn, episode that's a long 80. time. This <laughs> yeah. is three years officially now? Is this three years oh, officially? Oh, thank
0: you for reminding me. So, yes, three years ago, uh, February 5th, 2016, was the first episode of the Wretched Hive podcast. We actually did two episodes before calling it the Wretched Hive, where we were calling it the first order. It's the first order. That's right. Uh, and then we change to the, the second, second, second order. Second, the order. Second, Sorry, second order. The second order. Sorry, the second order. Yes, you're right. Three years ago yesterday, as we record the show, so, yep, we've been doing this for three years, guys. Three years. Happy, birthday, happy, happy birthday, S. Happy birthday to us. Uh, well, if you want to call and wish us a happy birthday, we would gladly hear from you and play it on the air. Give us a call on the Wretched Hive hotline. That's uh, 562- Four five five four four eight three. That's five six two four five five. Hive. That's spelled H I V E. In case you can't spell hive, goddamn right. You goddamn right. It is.
3: <laughs> I told you one of your fuckers would say it.
0: <laughs> you can also find us online at thewretchedhive.net on Facebook. Although I don't recommend it. Facebook.com forward slash. Zuckerberg. Wretched Hive podcast. You can email the show at show at thewretchedhive.net. Scott's social security number is 421-77-8273. 1138 and uh you can also subscribe to the show (laughs) sorry on itunes now i had to change it i know you gotta change your social now uh find us on itunes subscribe to the show leave us a review five stars one star we don't care any number of stars we just want to connect with you fans and listeners of the wretched hive guys episode 80 is done in the books final thoughts How awesome would that be to
4: have 1138 in your social security number though? Oh, man. That'd be huge.
0: Guys, this was a lot of fun. Have a great couple of weeks. Enjoy and may the Force be with us all.
4: Episode 9 in your pants.